Ramble. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Welcome to Guilty Pleasures, the show that loves what it loves. This week we're talking about Spice World. I'm Zach Kornfeld, joined by Kelsey Dara and Garrick Bernard. So tell me what you want. If you want to be my lover, you got to okay. get with my friend. Sing it, Rick. Uh, nope. Friendship lasts forever. <laughs> there it is, Zach. There it is. We're, we're going to talk about this movie. We're going to talk a lot about the Spice Girls. We're going to talk about the surprising member that insisted we watch this movie. But before we get into <laughs> the world of Spice, uh, what are you guys watching this week? Anything that you're loving? Ooh, I want to throw out a guilty pee that's actually just a pleasure is this brand not sponsored called Alani New. And they have energy drinks called cosmic stardust like bitch on brand what the fuck that's good branding that's yeah, good that's zero a good game. sugar and 200 milligrams of caffeine is which what i just finished chugging so wow. mom's yeah. about to be on who knew that this section was going to be uh free ad spots that's great <laughs> yeah rick what about you I've been watching invincible on amazon i love that fucking show it is a long-running comic book series um and it's just more about like the family dynamics in a superhero uh mm. team or whatever than it is about like you know fighting things and all that stuff and then it has a really nice gory don't, twist to it don't know this Love at it. all i'll have to check it out yeah movies are like food they're the connector of all things wow wow just beautiful. really real beautiful Deep. real poetic there all right, well, enough of that shit. Let's let's uh, talk about Spice World, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> enough about poetry. Let's talk about this fucking movie. Jesus wow. Christ. No. Now, uh, I, I will jump into the plot, but I think I first need to just fast forward and jump right to the guilt of this movie and just let you what? know, dear, uh, dear listeners, I don't know what memory you have of this movie from childhood. It is... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Incoherent at best. <laughs> this movie, I don't know that I could call it a movie. It is a, a <laughs> pastiche like of bad. insanity. It felt like a moment's inventory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so, I mean, let me attempt to, to describe the plot of the movie. Um, the simplest version is yeah. at the height of their popularity, the Spice Girls prepare for a concert. Um, but what you actually have is five plots simultaneously and none at all. So plot one, you have the girls living their best lives uh, and having these surrealist vignettes, which we will be talking about, that are actually quite wonderful. You have uh, manager Oscar nominee Richard E. Grant being yelled yep. at record exec or the chief who is James Bond himself, Roger Moore. That's plot two. Plot three, you have uh, my favorite actor, Alan Cumming, not just because oh. of his name, uh, making a documentary about the girls, trying to take them down. You also have an evil evil newspaper mogul uh, with a creeper chasing them from dirt, trying to take them down. And then throughout the entire movie, you also have movie execs pitching what this movie should be. Uh, but don't worry, none of these plots cross. <laughs> <laughs> or make any sense. But uh, go for it. You? So Kelsey's oh, very mad God. at us. She loves this movie. I Look, I, I also, we all do. We are going to find all there is to love, the guilt, and the <laughs> pleasures. 
But why are we doing this? I'm going to tell you why we're doing this. Because Garrick Bernard (laughs) texted the group chat and said, we got to do Spice World. I think I was I was misheard on the on the or I misspoke, um, I should say. When I said I've seen this movie a lot of times because my sister loves it. It does not mean by any (laughs) semblance that I loved it as well. Because the reason why it was uh, it was so frequent in my household is my sister and I shared a room. Um, I got my yeah, I got my Nintendo sixty four at like I don't know, I I think I was seven or some shit like that, right? And um, we only had the little TV in the room, and whenever I would want to play, she would want to watch this fucking movie. She's also, like, yeah, I want to play. Can I play Mario it. Kart? Yeah, I hate it with every oh. ounce of my being. Well, you know what because... she told me? She fucking hates Mario Kart. Okay, feel <laughs> that. She just hates Mario Kart because she sucks Did at it. Did you have a huh? Spice World, a Spice Girls poster in your bedroom growing up? Yes. My sister had a had the poster. She had yep. the um. But that was this movie. But that she was had your room. The, uh... Oh, oh, okay. I see what Got you're doing you. there. Uh, yeah, I was a. I was a huge fan, huge fan of the Spice Girls, guys. Uh, I don't know if you know this. I'm a big fan of Posh and, Ooh, and Sporty. Better. Nice. Um, anyway, uh, no, it's just, I didn't have anything in that room. All I had was like my fucking bed and then some clothes, I guess. There, I had like a closet outside. But outside. yeah, it was, it was fucking all outside of the, the room. Oh, I was like, it's damn, fucking- <laughs> they really fucking put you out. Ah. It just put me out. I lived under oh, the staircase no. in a tiny little room. I had a pet you were owl. Harry so you were forced, to, forced watch this- to watch this movie um, probably sent time. My sister loves the Spice Girls. She probably still loves them to this day. Yeah. She hears this episode. Mm-hmm. She might want to fight me. But <laughs> Don't worry. As a but- industry professional, don't you fucking butt me, Rick. <laughs> okay. You got your but fucking I'm saying, chance. <laughs> I'm saying, can you separate can you separate the Spice Girls from this terrible art? Can you uh, as say an, As an industry professional, <laughs> I am going to be speaking it about it. Removing myself from the industry. I'm coming at it from just hard motherfucking core fangirl your sister and i would have been bffs every yep. single day on the playground in elementary school table palms elementary school outside we would play the spice girls i would fight this bitch named Kristen every fucking day <laughs> to be baby spice and i had mm. blonde hair and she had red hair so naturally she's supposed to be jerry she's and obviously she would jerry fight me every thank you and i'm like i'm baby you're jerry that's it like game over stop coming to me like that and she'd be like well i'm jerry i'm the leader of the group and i say i'm gonna be baby and i'm like well that's what i fucking said <laughs> so I am coming at this from like pure fandom. I mean, the fact that they were able to make five movies into one movie is like an incredible feat in itself. <laughs> okay. The fact that they were able to take down the patriarchy while doing so, amazing. And it was pre-get him to the Greek that they made this movie. Like, who's copying who, right? Like, yeah. And actually, it's crazy because the Beatles saw this movie and they're like, "We're gonna make a Hard Day's Night." Uh, what a great idea! Uh, they tried. Kelsey, I guess talk to us about Spice Girls fandom and for people that maybe weren't weren't there. Mm. Uh what what did it mean? Right. What did the Spice Girls mean to the world? Right. I mean, it was the first huge girl group that was internationally known that had 
diversity that you could recognize yourself in one of them in some way. And this was pre-internet. So the fact that they had this much fucking clout pre-internet just went to show how good they were and how much they did. Like the craziest thing about my childhood is like, I don't remember how I was introduced to the Spice Girls. Spice Girls just was part of your life. If you were born in the 90s, you just had it the way you had air and you fucking you breathed them in baby you were girl power i mean feminism feminism am i right now i have a, oh. a very special surprise that i'm gonna litter throughout this podcast because well i was oh never God. a huge spice girls fan um you okay. know i obviously like i was a kid of the 90s it was impossible to not be a fan in some respect yeah. i am yeah, the yeah. proud owner of all yeah, five spice <gasps> in my pocket books now these Whoa. are the books. Uh, I got them for I fifty cents. You have? Do you own them now? To, at this day? No, no fucking way, no way. Okay. But I definitely had all of them. I I bought these as an adult man uh, <laughs> at a bookstore. Spice I, in my book. Eh? At a used bookstore. I thought it was funny, but uh, so it's little fun facts about yeah. them. This is one I share a lot online, but I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna read some of these as we go. So I'm gonna begin Ooh. with ginger spice in my pocket. Uh, yes. And I'm going to hold this up here. It says, "My fa- it's a quote from her. My favorite mm. word is existentialism. I can't say it, and I'm not quite sure what it means. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bold. Uh, I love it. So stay it. tuned for some more spice facts. Let's start with the pleasures. Kelsey, what do mm. you love about this movie? There's no way to talk about this movie without acknowledging the aesthetic the fashion <laughs> yeah. of this movie is what every young tiktoker is trying to capture you are today. so right even our like friends we have that are very insta famous i yeah. know that they base their like looks off of the spice girls and like will just recreate those as a new 2021 like the mm-hmm. The Kappa sweatpants that Sporty Spice is wearing, the space buns, the combat boots, the G-Baby watches, the fucking Scary has a tooth gem? What? I know. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, pure, that's pure Drake shit right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah. the, it just, they really, they really captured the essence of how uh, big of an influence they were. On, yeah. on our generation, for sure. They, and it doesn't just it, end with the uh, the girl fashion. Richard E. Grant is wearing yeah. some dope-ass suits in this movie. He's, like, mm-hmm. al- always monochrome, so he's wearing green on green on green, and then he has a purple look. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to lie. I was like, very dark fuck, I want to wear like on the award show. <laughs> it was very Austin Powers, and, yeah. like, there's no yeah. way to talk about Austin Powers and this taking place in the UK without mentioning my biggest pleasure which is that double decker bus baby every <laughs> little girl wanted to be yep. in that double decker treehouse slash apartment yeah. slash sleepover double decker bus that was clearly shot on a fucking lot but they that- sold a, a model of it did they not oh yeah oh yeah oh, it was a big yeah. merchandise yeah. Yeah. yeah but it, it does yeah. do a such a good job of blowing up the fantasy of what it means to be in a band and what it means to be a Spice Girl. So obviously, 
the movie is romanticizing their relationship together, but e- but mm. going on tour, right? Like Kelsey said, you go into the tour bus and it is a warehouse. <laughs> it is, Just you a know, <laughs> comically yeah. eight times the size of what yep. a bus would be. Yeah. And and it does like as a little kid, you're watching this and you're like, I want to be a, a fucking pop star. And it, it's yep. There's something very fun That's about exactly that. That's exactly what I said. I wrote it down just so everyone can like who hasn't seen the movie understands how ridiculous this is. Each Spice Girl gets their own little like cubby, which I guess they're supposed to like eat, sleep and shit in. And the <laughs> cubbies are representative of the personalities. So Sporty Spice just has an exercise bike. Uh, Posh Spice has a fashion runway with like lights and a closet. Uh, Baby Spice has a swing set with like a little dollhouse vibe, which is you know Can we pause she's a grown right woman there? and i don't like she's a that grown part. woman and it's yeah. weird um and then the two i couldn't really figure out was scary spice has a fish tank and she scares <laughs> the fish uh-huh in yeah. her they, little cubby hole <laughs> the spice and, girls as a whole don't know how to figure out what <laughs> scary spice is supposed to be <laughs> they're I just mean, like but then you also go to jerry and you're like oh she's the slut or is she the one who knows random facts because her cubby hole <clears throat> is a uh, bean bag, it, it, and look, I'm no, like, what it, does she fuck on it? I don't know. Which don't one was it. which one was Jerry? Is that Ginger? Yes, Ginger Spice. No, I'm sorry. Look, it was weird then. It's weird now that they're like all like very <laughs> positive adjectives, and then the one black member is named Scary. I don't really understand. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's always that's been a, a punchline for a good long time where yeah. everybody's just like, all right, so we've got all of these characteristics of women, and then the black one is scary, sick. Um, <laughs> Who why choose her own spice? Because you... I don't think she would have gone with scary. Um, yeah, I would love to hear her like side of the story. I want to know her memoir, all of it. Yeah, I want to know why they came up with that name. Did they force her to say that I'm a self-proclaimed nutter? Nutter? Because <laughs> that also like, doesn't look uh, very good in the mental health community. It's old. I get it. But like whenever I see her in, um, it, it's, she's on The Voice, right? Uh, X Factor? Or is it X Factor? X Factor. Yeah. Good for her. Um, when I see yeah. her on X Factor, I'm just like, you're not crazy at all. You're not weird. No. You're just a, you know, it's British. It's fine. <laughs> she could have been something else. Like, good for her because she's also maybe the only one that still has a a regular, like, a, like household-named yeah. career. Because Jerry, yeah. no one knows where she has Ginger Spice. Posh married David Beckham. Oh, you do? Yeah, she's miss- She's married to um, Christian Horner, who was in uh, the is. F1 manager of Red Bull's team. Red okay. Bull F1. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> hey, that's that's a cool fact. I don't know. I'm, whatever. whatever. Fuck me, right? Who cares? Garrick, live your truth, man. <laughs> that was a cool fact, and you should say it. We love I F1. Would... It's awesome. It's what really cool. F1? She gets to go to all the races. It's dope. Okay. Formula she, One. She's living Garrick's dream life. Are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> I would go. love to marry okay. any of those guys. <laughs> Fair enough. I forgot who I was talking to. But, Garrick, you could have asked Scary Spice because... The Spice Girls were supposed to be on tour this year, this whole oh, past yeah. year. They were supposed to have their 50th 
because they were all turning 50 or something. They were supposed to have like their 50th reunion tour, but it was like because they were all turning 50. Um, Sans Posh Spice would not agree, but they were going to have Posh Spice play one show, which was supposed to be, is it called Galstonberry? Galstonberry? One of the biggest festivals in the world. Yeah. That one. They were supposed to play that this year, but everything got canned because of the Rona. Another another one falls to the pandemic. That would have been my fucking dream come true. So I I think the joys of this movie, it it really all comes down to camp. This movie, you know, look, I, I mentioned it. It has no plot. Okay, we could say it has a plot. It doesn't. It is a... They're surre- getting to the Greek. <laughs> it, it is a, a surrealist fantasy of moments. But what does unite it is just pure zany energy. Uh, and I feel yeah. like this is the perfect Very... movie to keep on at a bar, right? Like, it's something that you just kind of keep <laughs> right. coming back okay. to. Yeah. What bar are you going to? <laughs> I got a cool bar. Same bar. Spice bar. It's like a mockery of a British pub. (laughs) Yeah, it's a mockery of a British pub and it's inside of a double decker bus. Like that would be a a, a solid enough bar. Yeah. I would go to that bar. Oh, I would be at that bar all fucking day. And they sell the baby spice spinning lollipop, which I also had. My sister had that. (gasps) that. You got to introduce me to your sister who has no name. (laughs) You're not going to find her. You know what she I'm starting to think? shall not be named. I'm starting to think that Garrick doesn't have a sister. Oh, they shared uh, a room. Oh, oh, she doesn't have a name. Spice I think this girl. is Garrick's right. like hidden, oh. hidden personality. This is actually hit. his favorite movie. He's seen it a hundred times. This is my favorite he- movie, and I would f- fall asleep, wake up, and um, Fight Club my way into Spice World. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like. <laughs> You know what else I appreciated about this movie that I I didn't get until I watched it as an older 30-year-old woman is that this had such a commentary about the dangers and harmful nature of paparazzi and British tabloid, which like pre-internet being the boom, we didn't really know how bad it is, but we think like TMZ and shit is bad out here in the Daily Mail, but it's like... It's 10 times worse in the UK, yeah. apparently, but they do have some laws that protect them from being... Yeah, they don't have the same laws at the house or, or something. Here. Yeah, because I know T-Swift yeah. got her house over there. But, like, a lot of this movie was them bringing down toxic men. So, like, we've got the creepy paparazzi guy who that whole character was hysterical. They came, co- came in the fucking toilet. They, they came in the toilet. The Not greatest the, moment the co- of the yeah. movie. A man greatest crawls moment, really. out of a toilet. Of, yeah, because yeah. he's spying on them. He's, like, yeah. getting so deep in the game. they all wake up because yeah. they, they felt it in the force. They <laughs> felt guess. it in the pipes of the <laughs> night. Uh, but so they're taking him down. They're kind of taking down their manager. Like they have the whole, their hold over the manager where they like fuck with him all the time. Then they're taking down this newspaper guy. Like yeah. they're the movie industry again and again and again. Yes. And like yeah. all of them that all the men that are in positions of power are fucking stupid and suck. Like, I did enjoy that. I was like, oh, why are they, why are there so many dudes in their life? And I'm like, oh, because they actually have the power. They have the girl power. Girl power. Mm-hmm. Garrick, are there scenes that you loved? Because I've got a couple. I, um, I like the scene with, uh, where the, 
the paparazzi just disappears, I guess, at the when they first send him out. I, oh. I, I genuinely <laughs> made like a little. Yeah, it was just, it's yeah, just always whenever a character disappears uh, from from frame, it's always funny. So the newspaper look, look guy, look right. the newspaper guy is hiring this really creepy uh, spy paparazzo to go get dirt on the the Spice Girls, and he's in the office, and he's like, "How do I know you're the best?" And he's like, "Here's a photo of you from this morning going to the loo. Here's a photo from you this morning <laughs> eating a burger. Here's a photo of you from last night when you were eating dinner. And here's a photo when you were 14 snogging Lauren." And he was like, "He's good." And then he turns back around, and he's gone. And, he's and I gone. was like, "Garrick is gonna love that part." <laughs> It had very wacky energy like yeah. that same newspaper baron at one point is getting mad and it just starts raining inside mm-hmm. the office on his yeah. cohort. Unannounced. Never and he again was like, to He was spitting like crazy and I was like, yo, come on, man. You gotta <laughs> reel it in. Reel it in. Whatever you need to do, just like dry out your mouth, man. Smoke some weed maybe. Ooh, <laughs> maybe that'll wow. give it to you. I also liked that they were good actors. They're good. Mm. They they can act. Um, the, wow, the spices held their own. Moment. They had chemistry and they, yeah. they they were real. Yeah. Yeah. And like they were playing stereotypes of themselves, but that's another pro or like pleasure I had of this movie was that there is as much as you guys don't think there is a story arc to be had, there really is like this identity crisis that the girls have throughout the film and one of the biggest pleasures I think for the audience was that montage scene where they're at the photo shoot and they're like fuck these boring well they don't say that they're like these boring <laughs> photo shoots we're not going to do them anymore yeah come on girls let's go have our own fun and then they dress up as each other so you've got ginger spice as sporty like baby as posh and like that was true fandom yeah. fulfillment and we kind of see them get through a what I have to imagine is a real moment behind the scenes that you never see with a big famous band like that where it's like I'm sick of being the slutty one I'm sick of being the sporty one like I remember everyone thought sporty was supposed to be like representative of lesbian culture and people were like no we she's she's not there's no way our pure 90s British (laughs) band could have a gay and instead, they were like, no, she's just super into sports. And we're like, oh, women can like sports and not be gay, too. OK, but then look at me now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's a real um, a runner throughout the movie because you have baby wondering, will she still be a baby when she's gasp 30? Uh, but part of, I think, <laughs> w- weirdly, the, the the arc of the movie is them accepting that their roles are what they yeah. are, should be. And you know, baby saves the day by being baby. Uh, yep. And know your place, spices. Stay there. <laughs> exactly. The the beginning of the movie really beat me down, but um, there was one moment that won me over hard. Mm. About thirty five minutes in, the bus pulls over for a pee break, and aliens oh. come down. Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. From space yes. because they are huge Spice Girl fans, and the alien touches one of their boobs. <laughs> And I <laughs> tried to gonna, guys, I burst out laughing. It was just yeah. so <laughs> crazy. Like the movie just went so full zero to 60 batshit that I could not help myself. I was laughing and finally my brain melted out of my ears and I was Thank ready to. Ju- I, I just leaned back and I said, take me. 
movie, whatever the no. fuck you no. are. Go ahead, no. Rick. Go That's ahead, Rick. That's when I screamed. Go what ahead, the Rick. Fuck is happening. This That's is the real the dumbest Nexus, shit. Right? <laughs> this is the dumbest shit I've ever. Because I thought when they got into the woods, when they got into the woods, I was like, all right, uh, cool. They're they're going to go pee or whatever. Or they somebody might get taken or some shit. That's crazy. Shit that happens in the woods, you know. Uh-huh. Um and. I saw the, the the UFO thing and I was like, it could not be this. This could not be happening because I back then I remember watching this and then thinking it was either the thing from um, from Men in Black or uh-huh. or and like mixing the two movies up. Uh-huh. Um, but I remember in Men in Black that was fake. And uh-huh. then this, I was like, oh, that's probably fake. There's a blah, blah, blah. And then watching it and then them coming down, coming mm-hmm. out of the spaceship mm-hmm. and then it actually being aliens and then yes. it not being explained. I was like, I want to turn this off. And they commit to the bit. They, they, oh, yeah. they, they aliens commit speak, to it. Speak this alien language. It's a four uh-huh. and a half minute scene or something. It mm-hmm. like, it sticks around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's my like a God. bit that was... runs throughout. And I wrote this as one of my cons, actually. But I'll go ahead and throw it in. I was terrified of those aliens when I was a little girl. Like, they come down and they immediately go and gra- try to grab Scary's tit. And she slaps <laughs> it away. And yeah, then the aliens... hoof hands. Yeah. Or like and, foot hands. Whatever the yeah. fuck that is. It's the... Anyway, and the alien, the alien says, no, I told you to shake their hands. Yeah. Also, <laughs> how if, did they understand them? How if. did they understand? Were they reading the subtitles? They were just speaking in fucking clicks. <laughs> like, you, what is you, you missed the part in the beginning, Rick, where they speak all languages of the world. And so they can understand the aliens who apparently shake hands by grabbing ladies' tits at some other place in the universe. It was no. funny. You, know, you fucking know no. it was funny when the alien goes, will you sign this? It's not for me. It's for my brother. You know that it's was for my funny. Brother. It was funny. No, look, this whole movie, this is what it is. The Spice Girls... <laughs> said wouldn't it be funny if we did blank and some poor screenwriter was like yeah oh okay yeah you got it and it's oh and yeah. what if we had oh it should be like a james what, bond film oh and then like they actually like. fucking got roger moore james bond like oh what if yeah. uh, what if we have a chase scene and then they did that it's like it's just yes the movie is yes mm-hmm. <laughs> it felt like everybody that was in it was just a fan of the spice girls and they were just like yeah i'll, I'll be in it sure I'll yeah, do it. Rick, I'll do whatever you want. Everybody fucking was except for you. All right. No, I like they 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 make good songs. He I had their poster don't... on his wall, Kelsey. He loves yeah, this movie. He's seen it forty times. It, down. it was fine. Um, okay. I just wanted to play fucking Mario Kart, man. Every time, every it just. It's, I feel it's... like we're bringing Rick back to a very troubled time in his life because a, tra- a traumatic very moment in my life. Out. <laughs> but this. Yeah. The the other thing that I liked, like yes, the the flash, whatever pieces you want to call it, where they kind of catapult out into different genres of like wish fulfillment. To me, was also showing that like they they're versatile, right? Like they're fun. Yeah. I'm actually grabbing us a, a posh fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria was a bit of a SWAT at school. She always did her homework on time. I don't know the okay. word SWAT. I guess it's a do-gooder. Um, also, yeah. never call Victoria Vicky. She hates oh, it. <laughs> that's true. 
That's true. I know almost every Victoria I know hates being called Vicky because it's Vicky yeah. Vicky. It and then I'm pulling open the Sporty Spice book. It says, please, we swear she's not gay. She just likes sports. What makes you think that she's gay? <laughs> Turn the page. How dare you insinuate that? Because she oh, wears sneakers and everyone else is wearing heels and platform shoes. But can I will we say, talk by about- the way, I think Sporty has the best voice. I really liked it. That's that's a pleasure of mine. I thought she in this movie she sang well. Oh. You disagree? You're shuddering. Yeah. Kelsey just yeah, shuddered. I literally just got the chills when you said that for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Am I so wrong? Is she not, yes. not the voice of the I group? think so. Scary Mel B has the best voice, period. She's like, okay, I'm a, she's I can so fuck powerful. With that. Rick, who's your favorite singer? And before you answer, did you know that Mel C once worked in a fish and chip shop? Huh. Uh, I like Mel C because she worked at a fish and chip shop. <laughs> You're I like so that. Damn it, I gave him an out. <laughs> Um, can we also just talk about how in the first there's a lot of sexual jokes in this that flew over my head when I was a kid like there is even a post credit sequence where they're like talking at the audience in the movie theater and they're talking about like this couple that's making out in the back and they say something about like and look where your hands at and baby spice is like yeah I always just pretend like I'm reaching for the popcorn and I'm like oh my god they're literally talking about giving a hand job in a movie theater in front of a bunch of kids but also the part where they all mouth kiss Elton John in the first like three minutes I was like I forgot how like openly just sexual this movie was. Okay, because that was best... pre Elton John coming out, right? Ooh, when did Elton John come out? I don't think I feel so. like he was always oh. people always knew he that he was gay. Yeah. Um, yeah, even though he was married to a woman, it's like what's stopping us? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> my my favorite sexual joke they they have a friend that gives birth, and I it, again I was like, oh, this is very funny wordplay, kind of fucked up. But they were trying to, they were saying how to deliver a baby. And one shouts out, uh, put your legs together. And then yep. Mel B goes, should have done that nine months ago. And I'm like, oh, yep. fuck. You just, <laughs> just slut shamed your friend who's having kid. a baby. And, you know, I will say that whole, like, baby having, friend having a baby plot. Like, I get that it was meant to be there for showing how you have loyalty and that they still care about your friends. Um, but it didn't work. <laughs> I, it, I didn't get it. I was just like, who is this bitch? Who, who is, is she? This person? I, oh, yeah. that's I didn't have anything to say about her. I'm going to throw out another pleasure. And Ooh. Garrick, forgive me, because I know you're chomping yeah. at the bit to get in with the pleasure. Yeah. I, I know you're, how you're dare <laughs> you? gasping for air over here. Um, this is not just the movie for the kids. It's a movie for the dads. What am I talking about? Cameos fucking galore. This movie has so many uh, men your dad will go, ha, you got Elvis Costello as a bartender. Doesn't have a line. You've got Meatloaf making an I would do anything for love, but I won't do that joke. He's the bus driver. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. You got Roger Moore, fucking James Bond himself. Mm. uh, and then, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the creepy photographer is the writer of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh! Really? Wow. Very cool. So, this movie, I think, very, very much knew that 
little kids were going to be dragging their parents to see this movie. Let's give something for the daddies. Uh, and it delivered. Oh, and you know what? As someone who I suppose now is closer to being of that age than I am to of being Spice Girls age, which is horribly depressing. I, I got very excited when I saw Elvis Costello. I was like, fuck yeah. I didn't even realize that. You got Stephen Fry in there as a judge. This is a, a who's who of, of British... Hey, that guy. Oh, yeah, you got Bob Hoskins <laughs> up in this bitch. Fucking. Who are these people? God, get on my level with these old men. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. I've been tr- using my whole life to avoid that. <laughs> 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 wow. I mean, should we switch over to the guilts? Sure, yeah. I, I mean, I know that you're you're waiting for me to, like, take it apart or some shit like that, but I... I just didn't want to because I hated it so much. <laughs> I was just, like, I'm looking at my notes right now, and like, th- I I started, and then the third thing is, yeah, nah, this is a mess. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, Here's the problem. I didn't. Here's the problem with Rick is he can't remove himself as a professional Hollywood writer. He can't remove himself, <laughs> and he can't suspend belief as just a fan because he's traumatized by this. So he we're really yeah. putting him through hell. Like it's taking a lot for Rick to be here. It's right on now. it's on both both ends where I'm just like I uh, I either have to study childhood trauma <laughs> or, <laughs> or, or forget everything I've learned over the past 3 years. Right. Um, neither is good for you. <laughs> oh my god. It's like I said like it switches it switches genres a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so just from a horror movie to a sci-fi movie uh-huh. to like just a straight up comedy, and this which should you be love, like, <laughs> which yeah. you love, yeah. you love um, all of those things. <laughs> very solar opposites, if you ask me. Jump in oh, genres. Dare I say the blueprint for the show? No, no, you got to mix those two. <laughs> you got the inspiration from solar opposites, <laughs> oh, from Spice World. Uh, yeah, right. It yeah, all- you. <laughs> fucking wish <laughs> you, yeah. I do I wish that so bad <laughs> my, my God. one wish but from it was a like, genie it was like none of the movie it's, it, it, the movie itself felt episodic does that make sense Swear <laughs> yeah. from scene to scene there's nothing no connective tissue outside of like I guess like the stranger than fiction storyline over the top um, where it's just like, I guess what they were writing was what was happening. But the yeah. problem with that is that you still made a bad movie. <laughs> like you, you're making fun of the fact that it's like, oh, this movie's going to be so bad, right? If we can't oh. do all of those things. And then you put it down and it's still bad. Just because you called it out doesn't make it better. <laughs> it's a bad movie, Tom. They're okay. self-aware. You are, no, <laughs> self-awareness look, I obviously, doesn't make it good. You, you are correct, however, in the movie writing scenes, <laughs> however, however, I'm going to defend this to my death, uh, in the movie writing scenes, there is a line that as a creative, I was like, yeah, I get that. Oh. They said, I wrote what? it down, of course it stinks, but it's a start. And when I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> that I would good. say that that is kind, kind of encapsulates Rick the movie. Rick has left. Uh, yeah. But also, you know what? I felt that. Have a, I felt that yeah. muscle. I was like, you know what? I'm inspired. I also felt that from someone who has written a first draft, 
yeah, yeah. read it and be like, yep. oh, this is ass. And then you go back <laughs> through and you fix it. No. Don't make it a movie. You can't <laughs> do that with five strong independent women who all have brands and stereotypes to represent, yeah. which is why they just suspended all fucking rules. They literally kept saying like it was a joke within a joke when the screenwriter would be like, and then this happens and then this happens. And he was like, why? And he's like, because that's the rules. And like the rules didn't <laughs> make sense. It was like the point. No one watching this was watching it for the fucking fucking Nobody. revolutionary okay. storytelling structure. Okay. They were watching it. This nice girl. Be this nice girl. <laughs> yeah. So the ultimate, ultimate, like my ultimate guilt slash pleasure in this is that this made Crossroads look phenomenal <laughs> it's it, like, it made it look even fucking better because it is so much better than it really needed to be like th- it, this is what crossroads should have been right I, we're just yeah. like oh well let's just watch britney spears be britney spears oh my god all this shit mm. and then she was like no nah, i want to i want to make an actual film doug is that okay can we do yeah. like a road trip movie and then Spice Girls were like, nah, fuck that talk. We want it to be as trashy as possible. Just have us singing the whole time. The Damn. whole movie is a karaoke scene, I guess. <laughs> like, I, I, I just can't, bro. I did enjoy the performances. I thought them being able to sprinkle in, like, their greatest bops of all time throughout. Like, yeah. do, didn't the Spice Girls only make two albums? They I'm were. Uh, sure. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, I they like, don't have a have deep discography. Every fucking song be a an iconic bop of pop. <laughs> they did a really good job of that. It, yeah. I, I'll say that. I, look, I'm sorry to keep repeating myself, but again, I don't <laughs> think that this is a movie. And if we are to judge it as such, we are setting ourselves up to failure. What it is is an experience. And I I think that this movie is best enjoyed putting yourself into the shoes of a little girl who, one, is seeing these these caricatypes, you're putting yourself in the shoes of a little girl who is seeing these, these archetypes portrayed larger than life. Like, these are the female role models. As Kelsey said, you get to play dress up and pretend you're each person. And then, like... You, kids lose attention all the time. So then you go back to like getting a fucking popsicle and you get her your snack and then you come back and wow, there's a fun new costume. And there's a, now there's an alien touching a boob. How great is that? Or how about when Jerry full on mouth kisses the alien? I don't know why I call her by her first name only and not her by her spice name, but Jerry and I apparently have beef from childhood. Jerry kisses in this movie. So she kisses yeah. an alien. Also the in the very beginning, there's like all of these fans out side and i think she mm-hmm. kisses a fan and she also kisses elton john she kisses elton she's john she's supposed to be the slutty woke one she's supposed to be like the fa- rick is fully now at this point writing an email <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> like i'm trying because <laughs> i hate this fucking movie <laughs> i know i'm not i'm not i'm not calling sorry. you out i'm more so yeah. just observing that like you're going to go to therapy after this episode i feel like and just be like look he's still writing the email his face just dropped into back into writing the email (laughs) yeah garrick here's a real question for you Mm, do you agree when baby spice says that she firmly believes the girl's best friend is her mom it's a quote from uh, the baby spice in my pocket yes okay i can agree all right, so then we're all on the same page. Unless your mom sucks, then fuck your mom and find your chosen family. 
Um, I actually do have a story about Baby Spice. I, I don't think I will out my uh, former employer if I tell this story, but I, I used to work with someone who... I can't recall if she worked on this movie or was just the assistant to Baby or something where she worked what? with the Spice Girls, directly with Baby Spice. And Oh, wait. Are you going to bring up the BuzzFeed video? Because I want to also talk about that. No, I don't know this at all. Okay, never mind. Okay, Sorry. you tell your story tell next. Story Great. After. Okay. Okay. Um, so, and Baby would, oh God, give me a fake name for, for our person. For Jenica. Jenica. Baby would always go, <laughs> Jenica, can I have some cake? Can I, can you get me some chocolate cake? And then Aww. Jenica would be like, okay. And then Baby's people would be behind her and they'd be like, don't you fucking dare. And, no. and she was like, Okay, and so then Jenica would have to like make up an excuse of why like, oh, we got the cake, but we didn't get it to you. And this was like like a repeated thing where <gasps> the the studio at large, the company, they were controlling mm. the spices down to what they mm. were putting in their bodies and would not let our How sweet baby baby you? just eat the cake. How could you control the food of a spice itself? That just seems wrong. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. Thank you, like Rick, that. for the cracked smile <laughs> from you. I'll take it. Wait, no, Kelsey, you have a you have a spice story? Yes. The grievance I was going to bring up was we all used to work at a company that started with a B and ended with an Uzfeed. And one day <laughs> they sent out an email being like, who is a fan of the Spice Girls? Come talk about how you're the biggest fan. And like, usually when you do that, you know, some trick is going to be pulled on you or a prank or whatever. And I was like fuck I don't care I love Baby Spice so much as I said I spent like the majority of my childhood losing my own identity in hers and I was like there would be nothing greater and so I fucking emailed the producer back and was like uh, uh, let me write this like six page essay about how much I love the Spice Girls and they didn't fucking pick me to be in the video and guess no. who fucking was there to surprise the people spilling no. their hearts out about how much they love the Spice Girls no, fucking no. Emma Bunsen the Baby Spice herself and oh, I wow. didn't get to meet her and i've never been so pissed at a producer in my life wow. all right well we are all in agreement a perfect movie uh yes. and our fans <laughs> now hate us because they they love this movie but i'm gonna give you some fun facts about this i kept telling you how tickled i was that sir roger moore was in this movie james bond himself but according to his memoirs roger moore filmed his cameo his long cameo in one day and did not know anything else about the movie, including who the Spice Girls were. <laughs> okay, so they're not fans at all. I thought they were just all fans, and they were just like, oh, yeah, cool, whatever. I'll I'm be in this movie. Shocked. Roger Moore <laughs> like, had no fucking idea, and to this day doesn't know what the movie is about. Okay, to be fair, I don't know who the fuck Roger Moore is, and why did we need him in the movie? His role was irrelevant. He just gave weird, like, anecdotal metaphor predictions. Because they wanted to do, like, British shit, and they're like, we need James Bond in there, so let's make it British. Boo. Fuck that guy, James Bond. Unless it's well, Idris Elba, then I'll like it. What was very funny is that Richard E. Grant, like every actor had a byline and he did it because his, he wanted uh, to get an autograph for his kid. Or wait, no, is that not true? Maybe I'm yeah. confusing this. It's always Rich like for the kid. Richard E. Grant, his bylines, like, it, okay, normally this movie's like, they wanted to meet the Spice Girls, they wanted to do this. Richard E. Grant's line on, on the trivia said, he wanted the paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I um, like honesty like that. But so worse than Roger Moore, the director had no 
idea who the Spice Girls no. were when he was Impossible. offered the job. How the fuck Impossible. is that? That's what it said. Were they this new? Liar. They were the biggest He's band on the fucking planet. No, yeah, this was at like the peak of their their popular. There's no way that person's well, lying because they wanted to seem indie and cool, like they were above oh, yeah. filming a fucking never say never type movie with the greatest band of all time. So I don't want to yeah, band. <laughs> I don't want to like uh, demean the director here and throw him under the bus, but he's like I do. He's an older white guy. dude who who did TV directing, so it is believable to me that he just yeah, was like he, didn't fucking know. He directed a couple episodes of Faulty Towers. Now, you may think that Garrick is the biggest critic of this movie, but that actually, <laughs> that honor goes to Roger Ebert, a uh, famed critic who put this on his most hated list. And for no! months after <laughs> seeing this movie, he deemed it the worst film of 1998 until he saw the movie Armageddon. And that oh! took the top spot. And honestly, wow. I'm fucking pissed. Because I think Armageddon slaps. I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to miss a thing. Uh, I think Armageddon's better than this. I'm a little offended. I more so applaud Roger Ebert for like saving that plot twist and like having to use this movie as a pawn. Like, yeah, a little bait and switch. And of course, one more fun fact from the Ginger Spice in My Pocket book. During a video shoot, Ginger Spice had to go to Casualty, which I believe is the medical tent, to have a false fingernail removed from inside her ear. So don't you ever say that the Spices don't dedicate themselves to their art. Oh, so a fake nail probably popped off in her ear and she had to go get it removed. That's funny. That, that that's a very rare thing to happen. I feel like that could be very dangerous for the ear canal. This is this was highly requested in my DMs too. By the way, people like threatening if we didn't do Spice World. Which, I mean, if we're gonna wrap up here, like I I can only say that this is a pleasure. Like I, I think it's just a pleasure. It's a straight full, up. There's pleasure. no. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing guilty about this movie. It did exactly everything I w- wanted as a child and more. Yeah. Well, wait, give me that cell. Tell me why this movie is a pleasure. This was just a pure pleasure of of wish fulfillment meets strong lady juice. And I'm drinking it. <laughs> lady juice? I'm fucking chugging it. I love lady juice, too. Hey, all right. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a guilty pleasure. Uh, look, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Dear listeners, audience that I love... Fans of Spice World, I hated watching it. Uh, I did not enjoy. <laughs> I, I did not enjoy myself. Uh, I will say, when the little toy toy car bus went over the bridge, I oh, laughed. Yeah. So, like you know, it got me at times. But but I think that's on me. I I yeah. was not in the right place to watch it. Here's the worst way to watch this movie. Um, uh, on a Wednesday afternoon when you have a ton of work to do and, you <laughs> and you're watching this movie going, what the fuck is this thing? What have I what am I doing mad. with my life? I think that this is this is a movie for a sleepover. You're doing your there nails, you pizza's here, ding dong, Ooh. the popcorn's ding ready. Dong. And you're just oh. going to, like, dance along with your friend. The year is 1998, and you're feeling alive. What's that? Someone's calling me on my my t- 
what was the stupid telephone we had? Uh, like, you should be forced to be on inflatable furniture to watch this movie. You oh. should have just gotten your ears pierced at Claire's and then go watch yes. this movie. You, you should go. be drawing with gel pens and, and playing oh. MASH to find out who's your boyfriend going to be and are you going to live in a mansion or a shack together. Gossip about the the boys in your grade. Oh. Sit down mm-hmm. and barely watch this movie. You're going to have a great Rick. time. <laughs> Rick just yawned in our faces and he threw in the arm stretch with the yawn. That was so offensive. Rick, just fucking say what you gotta say. Fucking bury this movie. <laughs> do not <laughs> do not watch it. It is I watch I watch it with my girlfriend. So don't even call it don't call it like some weird bullshit and say like oh well i mean maybe it's not his vibe no dog she didn't like it either she She really wanted to watch it too she really wanted to watch it we were very excited to watch it together because it's just like oh yeah let's watch spice world we never you know it's it'll be a a nice time for us or whatever and it was immediately we're just like all right there there needs to be something else there's got to be something else also think that it is for anybody that is under 30 in the line of a dunkin donuts (laughs) whatever the fuck he said Ouch. Whatever the fuck he said. Jesus. <laughs> I agree. I agree with Roger Ebert. Hey, Garrick, do you want to play Mario Kart yeah. after this? Yeah, I'm down. Oh, my God. Can we watch I'm Spice World while we do it? Roll. I moved out of my house, so I didn't have to deal with that shit anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> thanks, everyone, for, for watching and listening. Thank you for your mm-hmm. suggestion. We're so happy that you suggested this. I'm at Corn Diddy. Please tell your friends about the show. Leave us a review. Helps people find it. Garrick? Uh, Garrick Bernard on Instagram. Um, I'm Kelsey Darrow on all the things. Until next time, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. <laughs>